Yeah, so Mo, um, we had a little shingdig last night, didn't we? Yeah, it was with all of our like friends from high school, plus yeah. Josiah. Plus Josiah, because <laughs> love that man. We always have like a plus somebody else. Plus someone <laughs> in that friend group. We're like, oh yes, yeah, so let's bring this other male, so I am not the only male at the party. <laughs> That's pretty much our justification for it. Um, yeah, so we played a really fun game called Scrawl, I feel like. It's like telephone, but like Pictionary. Yeah, so... uh. Mo, would you like to discuss some of the great content we got out of that game? Honestly, like, I can only sum up the whole night with, like, three words, and that's Gagey's a sock. Gagey's a sock. I am so sorry, Emma. I did not understand <laughs> Godworm. Godworm. I put Gagey's a sock. So then I had to go through and figure out how I was going to create a Gagey's a sock. <laughs> <laughs> and then Josiah's sitting here looking at it like, what, what the hell is this? What is a gay Jesus yeah, sock? Y'all, literally, how we had to set up is Emma handed me some, and she had, like, masterpieces. She is great. And then I'm over here a little bit too much alcohol in my system. I'm like, oh, I don't know what this says. So I'm just it's like, ended up thing. like, shit, river. Yeah. <laughs> like, What was it? A, a jockey riding a snail, and I said, taking the world's biggest shit. <laughs> taking the world's biggest shit. That's what it looked like. It's that I had to draw somebody taking a crap on the world. It was awful. And then there was the, oh, this was so bad. It was you having sex with the person opposite of you. Yeah. And guess who was opposite of Maddie? Of course it was Mo. So I had to draw somehow to depict this. And what did you think I drew? I thought you drew like a Black Sabbath party or yeah, something. Yeah, like I guess I looked like a satanic ritual or something. Like, like I don't know. Just the way that you drew like the guy you know or whatever it looked like he had horns or something yeah, and then I it guess. was like a like goat you know <laughs> having sex with the person know. i don't know it was rough y'all i think my favorite one was uh the bleeding penis one that emma drew <laughs> <laughs> it's just this massive erect penis and i got this i'm like what the hell is this supposed to be i don't know i gotta give it to gay jesus sock because i was like what's gay a gay jesus, jesus sock <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Fingers Anime Edition and as always I'm your host Mo and I'm Maddie and we're just two weebs that want to talk about anime with our fellow weebs out there so thank you guys for joining in with us um Mo do you have any updates on your life this week yeah um I actually have been currently watching this one anime called Smile Down the Runway and I, like, wait, wait, can I try guessing what the plot of this is? Go for it. Is it that one anime where the three people in the mafia have to become, like, idols and stuff, so they, like, become, like, the idol stars no. in, like, Singapore or something? That's the Goku dolls. <laughs> I was close. No, Smile Down the Runway, it's, like, about... Like, shut the fuck up, Maddie. <laughs> like, we're not even going to go into that. Um, <laughs> it's about, like this guy who wants to be like a fashion designer okay and then this girl who wants to be like a supermodel like or like a hyper model or whatever that is and like she's way too short to be one like a runway model and her dad like owns like a modeling agency you know and she's supposed to be like this 
like beautiful like you know well proportioned and everything like perfect for a model just the only thing is her height like she's like five two or something oh gotcha it makes me so mad that like there's a height requirement to be a quote-unquote great model like Mm -hmm. i think but like uh, she goes through this like whole anime and stuff and she's like proving everybody left and right that like even though yeah i'm short i can be a model mm -hmm. you know and then there's this like guy over here he's like super poor and everything and he's like i want to be a fashion designer and you know so they kind of team up together and they kind of like you know like you're doing great you're doing great you're awesome you're awesome you know the whole that's sweet is it you know like really like uplifting yeah it's it's really cute and stuff like the whole time i was sitting there like you go you yes (laughs) get it prove them wrong Yeah. You, you, you go, girl. You, you go, girl. You walked out that you, runway. You walked down that runway and you flaunted. You and flaunted then, like a queen. Like it got to like his fashion show and stuff, and I was like, "Yes, this is perfect." And like, like, hell yes. Like this is what we come for. This is the quality content anime provides. Yes, this is the wholesome stuff I was looking for. And then it got to literally like the last episode. Or I got to the last episode and it wasn't dubbed yet. And I was like, oh my gosh, now I have to wait. And because, like, right now they're competing, like, in a fashion show. Oh, yeah, and you're just waiting for that last episode. Well, and, like, because, like, the guy who's the main character already went and uh, did his runway okay, show. Gotcha. And so now we're waiting for, like, the guy that he's kind of, like, in a competition with, to you know, go. to go. And he's like the grandson of like this famous fashion designer and he's trying to beat her record to show her that like i'm you know i can strike out on my own and i can be a fashion designer without your name and you know so they're kind of like in a competition right now we haven't seen his fashion show and you know and then they're gonna announce like the winner of the fashion show who gets to go to paris for like a whole year and study and okay that's kind of cool so i'm here for it I would never watch that. It's actually not really lie. not. It's actually really cool. But for all the other fans out there that would love that type of st- stuff, go check it out. Yes, it's called Smile Down the Runway. Yeah. Um, is school treating you all right this week? It's been a little rough. Oh. Like Thursday, we had to like go in like eight hours before lab. Why? For like every hour to do growth curve stuff. Like, we had to take a sample of, like, E. coli, like, every hour, and we had to, like, test it to see, like, you know, there's the log face, there's the lag face, the station, and, you know, we had to see it yeah. growing and dying, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, I'm, like, Ooh. telling all of this, like, stuff <laughs> to, like, an architect major. I'm, like, over here, like, yes, E. coli. I mean, if it makes you, I literally just did my project, and I had a deadline on Friday, which was hell, and I did it over algae reproduction. That was what my architecture project was based on. So, we're thriving. Yes. We're doing so well. Yeah, and then, like, one girl accidentally, like, left our sample, like, out of the incubator for a full hour. Oh. And so it set us back an hour. Oh. Because we would have been done at 4.30 when class started. But it set us back an hour because she accidentally left it out. Stupid bitch. This is why I hate working in groups. This is why I hate working in groups. Did she apologize at least? Oh, yeah, yeah. She was like, I'm so sorry, guys. Like, I was helping somebody else, and I just, I guess I grabbed the wrong one and put it in the incubator and stuff. And I, I don't know, the whole time I was thinking, I was like, there is nothing wrong with helping someone, but finish your own shit first. Like, you had one job. 
You had one job. I don't know. That's just my whole mentality of it is that, like, you know, focus on yourself first and then help someone, you know? Yeah, I understand. Like, I hate group projects so much. Dude, if I could have worked on that thing by myself, I would have. <laughs> You're like, I so would have. I just, I just hate relying on people, you know? Because, like, if I screw up, then I screw up, and that's on me. But if, like, one of my teammates screws up and then I didn't screw up, then, like, that just ruins everything. Yeah, that's a whole nother yeah, story, a whole yeah. Other thing. Yeah, I understand. but. So how's your week been? It's been, I don't know. Like, I had, I had a cell group yesterday, like my small group for my frat. And they did, like, our highs and lows, and I literally was like, um, I don't know. Like, it was just, like, a normal week. I mean, <clears throat> my biggest thing right now is I'm just, like, really stressed going on campus every yeah. single day. Because I go on campus for 11 hours a day, and I am kind of worried, you know, I'll get COVID or something. Because I'm on campus so long every mm-hmm. single day, and I wish I wasn't. So that's kind of stressful. Um I went to dinner with a friend of mine in my fraternity, Chase. He's actually listening to the podcast, so thank you for listening, Chase. And we had, like, some really great conversation, like, super in-depth just about life. Like, what is the meaning of life kind of stuff. You know, those conversations that get super deep for, like, two or three hours. <laughs> it was great. It was so – it was so – I was I, – I forget how much I need those conversations and how refreshing it is when I have them. Like, yeah. You know, like, when you really get deep and you just talk about life, and it's just so refreshing. Like it feels like you've replenished something in yourself. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just me. Y'all tell me. Like, have you guys ever had Did, this? This reminds me of like oh, like two weeks ago when you went out with somebody to eat. You know, we were gonna record the podcast, and then oh yeah, it just like I went hours out. went by, yeah. and I, it was like uh yeah, I feel so bad about that because I I have been pretty good about not like changing the time for our podcast meetups and never like rescheduling i've only i think had to once and it's when i came to stillwater one weekend suddenly but like we were just having dinner we were having lunch and we just ended up talking for literally four hours and i was like andrew we vibed like it was so nice because i needed that conversation mm-hmm. and because you know six months at home is pretty draining well but- and especially when you know I literally only spent that six months with you. Yeah, that's so. true. I mean, I enjoyed it. I'm glad I had someone yeah. to hang out with, and I'm glad we started the podcast because I've really been loving doing this. Yeah. But it's like... I needed some other interaction. Yeah, like I need other interaction. Like there's a point It's like I love you and everything, but... We can't. We only, we only talk about so much. And yeah. We can't just talk about life super deeply because we already know each other's perspectives on it. Yeah. Well, but. it's just like I feel like we are just so close and stuff that it's like we can't really have those deep conversations anymore just because like we we already have (laughs) like we've already had that so that's why if any of you guys want to have deep conversations with us please let us know because i want to talk to people i'm lonely (laughs) i need these conversations please (laughs) oh my goodness but hey guess what my birthday's in like three days yeah i'm oh yeah it is in three days it's going to be good. It's going to be good. I'm going to be 22. T-Swivel birthday. It's the T-Swift birthday. T-Swivel. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Fun. We're going to have a little shindig next weekend. Or I guess, yeah, in a week, right? Yes. Is that on a Friday? Yes. Cool. We'll need a... Oh, I actually made a list of all the alcohol we need to buy and all the other mixers and stuff. So I was going to, like... I'll talk to you about it later, but figure out, like, who to ask people to bring, like, one mixer per person. You mm-hmm. know, it's kind of like a 
gift. An entrance fee. Entrance fee to the <laughs> yeah, party. Because I realized out of the six parties we've thrown at my house, um, I spend usually like $100 on alcohol for each one. And I realized that I never asked people to bring any or even send me money for it. And I'm like, huh, I've spent $600 on other people where I probably only pr- consume about 20% of it. So I was like, we're changing this. Because I'm not fucking charity, okay? <laughs> I'm not charity. I'm a nice guy, but don't walk all over me, you bitches. So, like, y'all gotta pay up now. Oh, my goodness. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. <laughs> Yeehaw, cowboy. Your accent, man. It just... I don't know where that came from. Yeah, it's weird, because I, I get different comments on my accent. Some people are like, oh, wow, you're super hick. And I'm like, what the heck? And then some people are like, oh, yeah, you can definitely tell you have, like, a list from your, like, speaking Dutch and stuff. And I'm like... Which is it? Cause then, <laughs> it's like, a mix. And then because all, like, my Dutch side of the family is all like, oh, wow, you definitely can hear, like, the yeehaw and your yee-haw. accent. And the American accent. But then my, Ameri- like, my American family, they're going to be like, wow, it's so interesting to hear you say your THs because they come out like Fs. And then you make fun of your fucking Earth Day and, like, <laughs> birthday. And Matthew can't say my own fucking name. It's fine. <laughs> Who cares? I don't want to say it. Let's bring it all back. <laughs> it's like I can't even say my own name. It's fine. Matthew, let's do a PH this time. And put that <laughs> on my bowling sheet, you know, because I was. Did I tell you that? No. I was in the varsity high school bowling team. Oh. We won state two years in a row. So I'm technically a varsity athlete. Mm. A state champion. I was more of just the last player they needed on the team, and I kind of just allowed them to be able to repeat, but I count it. I could have had a Letterman jacket. Ooh. Like, I I was a varsity athlete. Wow. And in bowling. <laughs> what? In bowling. In bowling. I'm so cool, guys. I said that at my internship one day. I was like, yeah, I was on the varsity. I was on, like, I was on the bowling team in high school, and everyone's like, what? <laughs> and then one of the girls was like, we had a bowling team. I would have been on that. And I'm like, what? Like, that's kind of cool. She's like, but I was like graduated. I'm like, no, no, you didn't. Like, we knew each other. Like, I knew who you were in high school. Oh, my goodness. Really funny. She was just like, oh. But, yeah, that's kind of how our life has been going. Um, I feel like we should get into the anime reviewed because, honestly, yes. I really enjoyed this anime. Like, I knew you would. I knew I would, too, and I was super excited to watch it. I know. I'm glad that we drew that one because you've been talking about it for a while. You were like, I've been wanting to watch it. And yeah, so... it's just I have, like, not gone around to it. But so, Mo, do you kind of want to introduce the show we're watching? I mean, reviewing this week? Wow. <laughs> yeah, so this week we are watching Yamada Kun and the Seven Witches. Yes. So, you know, I'm just going to get into proto info. Yeah, just straight, crack straight into it. What is that the expression? <laughs> crack straight into it? No, crack, crack into, into it? it. Huh, man. Idioms are not. Not. It's not like I'm actually pretty good at idioms. No, I'm really good at analogies. <laughs> no. You said <laughs> no. Am I? I feel like I'm not. I think I've been exceptionally. In literally bad. the last like five episodes, it's been like <laughs> rose bottom petals, buns to my butter. Fingers run deep. Fingers run deep, <laughs> and then now it's like crack uh, straight into. It. Yeah, crack straight. That into was it. the least worst yeah. out of them. Maybe I don't know. Okay, so well, let's get into proto info. Okay. So, uh, the an the 
whole series was written by in a manga by Miki Yoshikawa. And the anime was directed by Tomiki Takuno. Okay, I feel like I know that name. Do you know what other shows he's done? No. Never mind. I really do recognize that name. You do? Hmm. If you guys know, please let us know. Reach out in the comment section of Instagram. and Which yeah. I got logged out of earlier. We're not going to get into that right now. But Mo, Mo freaking no. kicked me off of Instagram. She's like, oh, we're done with Maddie. We're writing him <laughs> off this podcast, so he's not going to be on anything no more. No, I was not. Okay. No, I got really lazy when I was looking at proto info, and it, it didn't have, like, a link to Tomaki, oh, gotcha. and so I was like, I'm not just, I'm just not going to go. You're like, I'm not doing it. <laughs> no. Um, we have music by Masaru Yokiyami. Um, it's by Studio Linden Films, and the OG run was April twelfth, two thousand fifteen to June twenty eighth, two thousand fifteen. Okay, nice, nice. Yeah. Um. So that's pretty much all the proto, right? Mm-hmm. I will go straight into the synopsis. Synopsis is going to be more of like what the story is, because it's not really an easy way to just like a general idea. Like you like a girl April, and a boy, a boy and a girl meet and... meet and they fall in love and play music together. And then, oh, my gosh, they're witches. It's not like that. <laughs> oh, my gosh, they're witches. Oh, God. Uh, so this is going to be OK. Let's crack into it. Crack straight into it. So Ryu Yamada is a known delinquent at a school that he recently transferred to. He's been attending about a year. And one day when he's causing trouble, as per usual, he goes up the stairs and glares at this girl and then. For some reason, trips and falls down the stairs. I don't know how I did this. He literally, like, banana peeled, slipped off the stairs and fell backwards. I did not understand, but we'll just go with it. It needed to happen for the plot. And he falls into... The plot demands it. The plot <laughs> demands him to fall weirdly upstairs into a girl, but that's fine. Falls into Urara Shirashi? Shirashi? I think uh, it's Shirashi. Shirashi, yeah. So I said it right the first time? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, mm-hmm. Urara. Urara. Yeah, that's what I said. I'm just helping you. I literally said that the one time I pronounced it correctly. And Mo was like, <clears throat> it's like this. And I was like, bitch, bitch. I didn't say that. I yeah, was you just... did. You're just so sensitive today. I'm, so... I'm on one. It's one of those. It's one of those days. Okay. Anyway, she's pretty much a top academic student in their class, like super book smart. And so when Yamada wakes up in the nurse's office, he realizes that he has boobs. <laughs> okay, that's you need to explain that a little bit better. Because he switched bodies okay. with Ura. And he's of course very shocked by this realization. And pretty much they kind of run around the school trying to figure out what the heck happened. They try different like things like falling up the stairs and falling down the stairs to try to like switch bodies again. And then a member of uh, the vice president of the student council um uh, Mira, I don't know how to say this one for sure. It's, I think it's Mirami. Mira, what's his name? The white hair dude that's played dude, by I... Tom Habercorn. Todd Habercorn is back in this anime. This guys. podcast is literally just us fangirling over Todd Habercorn. Dude, freaking Todd Habercorn. But um, he, uh, what's his name? Mira, Mira, Mira? Mira. Something like that, yeah. He pretty much kind of sees through the disguise, mostly because Yamada and Urara have completely different personalities and. Whenever they switch bodies, of course, they develop the other person's personality. Well, wait, wasn't it that, like, 
Urara was like, let's kiss to see if that works. Because we oh, yeah. kissed. They figured you know. it out. and no, Yeah, like, they figured it out and switched bodies and again. And then it was like in the next episode, it was like, they switched bodies so she could go take his, like, test. Yeah, so and then he's like, much, oh, I found They figured yeah. out that the only other thing they could do is they can kiss and switch bodies because of it. Because that's apparently how they switch bodies is by kissing. And since both of them, that was their first kiss, they switched bodies. The VP of the student council is like, <laughs> I think this you guys are switching bodies. And so he's like, Which, that's some really smart detective work to be like. Right, right. <laughs> like, just like, I think you guys are switching bodies. And then he's like, how about you join the Supernatural Studies Club with me and we can revamp it. And you guys can switch bodies all you want in here. A.K.A. Literally looks like they're constantly just like making out in this empty classroom all the time with the VP but- just kind of chilling there the whole time. And, like, it's funny because, like, Ryu can, like, switch bodies with pretty much anyone. So he's, like, switching bodies with these guys. It's, like, you know. So, like, pretty much what happens is um, they find out that he can switch bodies with anyone. So he just goes around and kissing people and switching bodies with them and just causing all these shenanigans. But, um, yeah, so they pretty much join into the club. And while they're in the club, they gain a couple members in it while they're doing their shenanigans of kissing random people. That's pretty much the entire plot of the show is just kissing people, I feel like, sometimes. <laughs> and they realize there's this thing called the Seven Wonders. And the Seven Wonders of the school they go to, because I forgot the name of the school. And they realize that the Seven Wonders are seven people that are considered witches, but all have similar abilities. Well, they have different abilities that are all activated through kissing of some sort. And there's a, some side effects for each one. But yeah, that's pretty much the premise of it. And they pretty much just go through this anime, which is only 12 episodes long, pretty much is just them trying to find the other witches and kind of like working with the student council by working, student council's blackmailing them to force them to do stuff they don't want. And they're trying to figure out who this final witch is and the unusual circumstances surrounding her. And that's kind of the general story and synopsis of it. But yeah, so I kind of enjoyed this anime quite a bit, and it's an unusual premise. The supernatural elements are really cool. I thought it was very enjoyable. I liked all the characters and mm-hmm. stuff. Is there like any general story points you kind of want to make that you thought were interesting or worth noting? We can always talk about it a little later in our final thoughts. Yeah, I mean, like the genre of this is like supernatural, like comedy, and then like harem. Yeah. You know, and like... It was a very, like, refreshing harem. Oh, yeah, for sure. Anime, Which... because, I mean, I hate harem animes. Like, I love them, but then I hate them mm-hmm. because it's always, like, the one person that they're all, like, fawning over. He he or she can't pick who, you know, blah, 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 and then, you know, but... It's a whole mess. But, yeah, we'll talk about a little bit more of that when we get into characters, which I feel we should just jump right into. Do you want to get into the first character? Yeah, let's talk about Ryu Yamada. So, our delinquent... New, you know, transfer for, you know. Yeah. FYI, guys, there is a lot of characters. So I think we're going to do some more, like, bullet point each character. The witches. And, and then, then, yeah. It'll be more bullet point. We will get more into it for character development. But, yeah, let's just quickly go through these. Sorry I interrupted again. No, you're good. We have, like, a Ryu Yamada, our delinquent. He's kind of got, like, Tough a very loud mouth. Attitude, <laughs> you know, like, he walks with his legs spread out, you know, like, very... I, Spiky blue hair Yeah, type and he's, like, and piercings. Like... He's the bad boy, you know. He's a bad rep and stuff. But, like, he also has the copy ability, which is what we find out mm-hmm. in the anime, is that he has the ability to kiss a witch and get their ability until he kisses a new witch and then gets their ability. Yeah, so... it's so... very interesting. A lot of... 
un- unforeseen incidents happen because of this, and it's very funny. Yeah. It's... it's... <laughs> He's just like going around kissing all these people and, and they're like, just like all these random. No, but and, and everybody's like, yeah, that's pretty normal. Yeah, like, and like okay, the amount of BL energy in this anime is oh my outstanding because of all the guys that have like powers and stuff. Yeah, like. or not even that. He just kisses a lot of dudes and stuff just cause you <laughs> just know? switching bodies with dudes and like charming gir- charming dudes and yeah. then like seeing their future and then like oh, it's just funny. And then there's that one guy, uh, the the president of the Supernatural Club, the, mm-hmm. the VP dude, and he's just a horn dog, you know? Like he's just like over here, like he's willing to kiss anybody for anything. He's oh, just like he's dude, just super horny all the time. Yeah, because he was like, wasn't he like the f- first one that is like? He's like, like, I think you can switch bodies with anyone. He yeah, literally he's, just he's, grabs he literally Yamada's just, face, like, and him like, and Uraha were like, just like, we're gonna do it. We're gonna like make you kiss him. And then he was just like, okay. And he just went for it. And he, I'm just like, it was, it's so funny. And then he's like, oh, man, this is really weird. Like, Yeah, I know. It's pretty funny. But um, next character, I will, we'll get into all the witches now. Yes. Or, unless you want to. Let's talk, do all the witches. Just do all the witch wits. Okay. First witch, which we've kind of talked about. That is, I'm going to go in the order of them introduced to mm-hmm. the anime. Is Uara Shirashi. Um, she has the ability to switch bodies, mostly due to the fact that she has always wanted to live a different life than the one she has of academics and brilliance. And she's tired of just always studying because that's all she ever has. That's why she doesn't want to go to college because she can just study by herself. That's all she can do. So she has a desire to live a different life. That's why she got the switching body ability. Um, there's a lot about this character we'll talk about in the character development section because she's a very, very fascinating character. She's my favorite character. We'll get into that later. You want to do the next witch? Yes, we have uh, Nene Odagiri. Odagiri, yeah. She, purple-haired bitch. Purple-haired <laughs> Guys, it sticks. It is not a coincidence anymore. It is a, it's canon. It is a fact. If you got a purple-haired character, she's a fucking bitch. No matter what. It is always going to be a fucking bitch, okay? <laughs> we got purple-haired bitch. Um, she's got the charm power. Yes. Um, it means she can get anybody to instantly, like, fall in love with her. Which is, and, and the weird one about this one, it takes 24 hours. Yeah. Right? It takes 24 hours to, like, activate. And this character is, like, literally, like, in the vi- she's on the student council. She's also in the running for president as well as the white-haired dude. It's the horn dog that we talked about. And another character that we're not even going to mention because he's kind of off to the side. And so she comes in all the time. And she's like, I have figured out who the next witch is. <laughs> I'm going to get it next. And she's, you know, super, like, bitchy and annoying and it. like annoying. She bullies, like, Udara and, like. She bullies everyone, but then she falls in love with Yamada for some reason. And like, because oh the plot demands it. Because <laughs> the plot demands it. But she does nothing interesting where she actually decides, I want Yamada to be happy, so I'm not going to sabotage him. And I was like, okay, go, you go, girl. That it's is like, unusual for you. Most of the time you have to get bitch slapped to realize that. But I liked her quite a bit. Her ability is really funny, too, because it just makes them like madly in love with whoever is the charmer, so Yamada or Urigiri, and they pretty much are devout followers. But in the case of Mira Mira, the horny guy, he <laughs> just gets extremely horny and is like, I know a classroom we can go into right now. And Yamada's like, I regret my choices. Stop. Get off me. <laughs> that I like the charm ability. It's pretty funny. Yeah, I think that I, that was was pretty funny too. 
Yeah, um, I can do the next switch real quick that was introduced, and this one was um, Miko Atsuku. Atsuka. Otsuka. Ats- yeah. Mm-hmm. She is the she's the telepa- um, telepath witch. Yeah. She is the president of the manga analyst club, I guess, and she's extremely hard time speaking, and she's a hard time communicating. So that's why she got telepathy. Tel- Telepathy. Telepathy. Sorry. She can read minds. I thought she, no, she can't read minds. She communicates through without having to speak. Oh, I thought she was a mind reader, but no, she's not a mind reader. She can um, have they can have conversations in their heads, mm. and she becomes like you know she becomes like she's normally this quiet and in, intimate um, meek girl, but in her tele um in the telepathy telepathy form. Sorry, this is a hard word for me. Uh, <laughs> She gets like super aggressive. She becomes like a captain and stuff, and she's like a general and like a drill sergeant, and it's really funny. She got the ability because she has such a hard time communicating, mm-hmm. and so it's really funny because whenever she uses, you know, she's just standing there and her hair is like flying around. She's like, "Do you hear me, sergeant?" She's like, "Do you hear me, private?" And Yamada's is like, "What the hell is going on? <laughs> I'm trying to sleep." But um, that one's pretty funny. I like mm-hmm. the girl. She has green hair. Yes. Because as we will find out. Green hair and glasses. and Green hair and glasses. All these characters have very unique hair styles. Like you can basically tell what the personality of the character is by their hair color oh, and yeah. what they wear on their face. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So do you want to talk about the next switch? Yes. It's uh, Maria Sarushima. Yeah, sure. And she can see uh, the person that she kisses the future. Yes. She's the gift of premonition. Um, it's a very interesting ability. Like... Uh, because she's described as a shut-in, right? Yeah. But she's not a shut-in. She's a very... Well, she is a shut-in, but she's a very eccentric personality. And she's she's kind of cute in the aspect that, like, she wants to find love. So she mm-hmm. wants to get rid of her ability because she's tired of seeing people's abil- the future and stuff. Which also, okay, I don't know about you, but when I was in high school, I wasn't going around kissing that many people. <laughs> so, like... Dude, this high school is just, like, full of horn dogs. And like, they're just, they're like... just making out of everyone. They're like, I'm tired of this ability. I don't want to keep seeing people's future every time I kiss. I'm like, girl... How many people are you kissing? Like, what? <laughs> yeah, you make a good point there. Like, They're how like, many people oh. are you kissing to see this yeah, like happening? Like, there's another witch we'll talk about later. She literally gives up her ability because she doesn't want it anymore. I'm like, why? How many people are you kissing that it's affecting you that much? Like, you have no love interest in the show. So, like, what? Oh, Pink-haired girl. Just to let no, you know. She's a pink-haired girl, yeah. So she's, eccentric and very, you know. And she's a, a tight upper bum, right? Yeah, ponytail type. Yeah, but um, I'll do the next character real quick, which is Nayo Takagawa. Yes. Wow, I was surprisingly got on top of that one. She has the, she's the retrocognition witch, which pretty much it says that she can kiss someone and then she can relive their most tragic trauma in their kind life. Kind of almost like the exact form. opposite yeah, of like exact, Maria. Yeah, exact opposite of the premonition. And she can use that information to blackmail them, but she also ex- shares that emotional connection with them from that point on. So she has a very unique ability. And I, honestly, I'm like, dude, I'm so sorry for you because that sounds like awful. Well, that just sounds like the worst power out Other of all. Other than the seventh you know? witch. Yeah. yeah. Like it really is. Like, it's super, like, traumatizing. Like, you get everyone's trauma, but the reason why she gets it is because she's described as super lonely, and she yeah. has no one. And Kind of like a connection type thing. Yeah, because then she, like, she had some friends, and they pretty much locked her in a closet, 
like in the old mm-hmm. study room. Yeah. And she peed herself and stuff, and like she was abandoned there for I, I have we don't know how long, but it was a long time before a teacher found her, and like I was like I felt really bad for her. I was like man that sucks. So, like that's the worst kind of bullying, you oh, know? Yeah. When you think you have a friend and they just like make turn fun of on you, you and, and they just they used you as a, a gag. I hate it so much. Yeah, pisses me off. So you want to talk about the final witch, our seventh so, witch? What? Never mind. Yeah, we have two more. So our sixth witch. Uh, it's Mikoto Asuka, and she has the power of invisibility. Yes, she's the invisible witch. She's described as, what, the secretary for the student council yeah, yeah, yeah. president? She's pretty much his bodyguard. Yeah, and she's the one that gives up her power, right? Yeah, she's the one that gives up her ability. Which, once again, why? Like, you could... I feel like that would be really useful as the secretary for the student council. Okay, yeah. Like, she can just, like, kiss someone, and then she becomes invisible to them later, and then she can just, like, sleuth around. But she gave it up. For what reason? Is she, like, is it, she doesn't have a boyfriend. They don't describe that. I don't understand. I don't understand her logic. I have no idea. Maybe she's in love with someone. I don't we know. don't know. That's true. She was pretty much, out of all the witches, I feel like we had the least amount of info about her. Yeah. Like, I wish we had more information on her because they really never addressed her at all. Like, even the final scene when they brought everyone into the Supernatural Studies room, she mm-hmm. wasn't there. She was the only witch not there. She's a mystery. Yeah. She's like, she's the ghost. That's true. I don't know. It's just. I don't know. She's just kind of. There. Yeah, I don't know. I'm. She's the one that gave up her power that everybody's kind of like, oh, well, you yeah. know? <laughs> I mean, one of the big things with this anime, which we'll talk about later, also. Is the pacing, mm-hmm. especially towards the latter half, it's extremely fast paced, and we go through a lot of witches fast. I feel like this character had a lot more information in the manga, and we just didn't get that. Yeah, yeah. But it is what it is. Um, and then our seventh witch. Yes, which is Rika Sayonji. Sayonji. Man, I'm getting better at this whole thing. You are getting better. I'm proud of <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, guys. Compliment me. Show me love. And what power does Rika she- have? Pretty much has, let me see, what did I write down? She has, pretty much, I put as memory manipulation. Amnesia. Is it called amnesia? I think it's amnesia. I think she can just control people's memories, make them forget and stuff. But the side effect of her ability is that she's completely forgotten. Everyone forgets about her as well. So she literally walks around with like an umbrella and gloves and no panties apparently. And she just like, no one remembers who she is. And she just walks around and it's her job to kind of keep, the secret of all the seven witches, a secret, and yeah. make everyone forget about it, which is awful. Like, imagine because, having yeah, that a, for a whole year. Yeah, because it goes through, like, cycles and stuff like that, which, you know, in the manga and stuff, that's a, that's a thing, apparently. Yeah, like, they go through cycles where every year after they graduate or they leave the school, they have to give their ability to another person. Well, only the seventh witch does. The other ones, once you leave, it just goes to someone. Yeah. And it's just, it picks a random person, apparently. But, um... That's pretty much all the witches. Do you want to talk about the other member of the Supernatural Studies Club? Who was it? The yeah, the, the Myobi Ito, the girl that's like super obsessed with everything supernatural. Yeah, yeah, she's she's the one that just like she doesn't have like a power or anything. She no, just kind of came there. in and like she she's more of like what is that character? I forgot what it's called. It's the. Sondere? Is that what they're called? The ones that are like... The Sundere? Yeah, the one with the usually like really high-pitched, annoying voice and stuff. Oh, yeah. But she doesn't have a super high-pitched, annoying voice. I think the, both the sub and dub did a good job of not, not making her like... 
she's kind of just like annoying. there, like fan club with the whole thing going yeah. on. You she's know? just there, but she's good comic relief. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty much all the characters. Big thing in this anime is the humor. It has a lot of comedy, um, mostly due to gender bending because of the body switching, <laughs> which is so good. The gay energy in this the, the BL anime. energy in this anime is intense. Uh, do you want to talk about some of the character development, like some of more a little bit deeper into certain characters? Yeah, and like with like Ryu and everything, you can kind of see like his more like hard exterior, like delinquent, like yeah. loud mouth, yeah. you know, like. And as it kind of goes on, you can see him kind of like softening up mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. understanding people more and like you know. I mean, it always understood he was misunderstood. Wow. That was... It was always understood he was misunderstood. Yeah, but um, it's cool how much he develops in terms of, like, he actually cares. Because, mm-hmm. spoiler alert, towards the end of the anime, so Yamada can't get his memories erased from the Seventh Witch. So what the Seventh Witch does instead is kisses everyone else that Yamada has ever interacted with and make them all forget about him and the time they had with him. And you, that's when we realize how much he actually cares about his friends. And yeah. He, wants everyone to be happy like all the witches have ever interacted with him were all touched by him in some way to for the better and it's i love i don't know why i like i guess i'm a sucker for that that plot point mm-hmm. whenever you have a misunderstood character like that they come to you know cherish everything they have but then it's yeah. all taken away from them and and like don't get me wrong i i misunderstood i kind of don't like that character trait I only like it for, like, a delinquent type of character. Yeah. The misunderstood nerd or the misunderstood music prodigy. Like, that's so overdone, and, like, I really don't enjoy that. But when it comes to, like, a misunderstood delinquent, I feel like that's so much more realistic because yeah. there's usually a trauma behind why they did what they did are and why they are who they are. And I love that when I get to watch that because I don't feel like that one's done as much. Yeah. Because if it is, it's usually a side character, not a main character. You're, you're not wrong. Which, that's kind of why this anime was kind of refreshing, too. I just like this anime because it kind of dug deeper into, like, the character development. And, you know, it kind of showed, like, why they are the the Mm -hmm, way they mm -hmm. are. And, that you know, it wasn't just they are that way because the plot demands it to be that way, you know? And they just want to keep kissing everyone and give this fan service. Because that was a nice thing, too. The fan service that was included was only really for plot points. It wasn't for just fan service it's like boobs didn't just like come out yeah like it was like out. oh my gosh her panties fell off and uh, she has no c- clothes you know like it it her clothes got torn off and... i mean there, there was fan service but it wasn't distracting from the character no so like the only time there was really fan service was whenever it was a, uh, a male and female character switched bodies and it was just a comedic moment at that point yeah like when ryu and like udara switched at the Which beginning and then lot. like ryu was like Boobs, boobs. <laughs> and he just goes to the bathroom and he gets a bloody nose and you know and yeah. everyone's like what is going on in the bathroom <laughs> or whenever he has to go seduce someone yeah so he uses Uara's body and is like oh like look at me <laughs> like so not how she is and it was just it's or like really how funny like her personality like when they switch bodies it's just like 180 and she becomes all like cutesy and, and stuff. she's like mm, and she like is super uppity oh guys i'm good thank and you then, and then Ura's body, when it's controlled by uh, his job, it is like walking around like a gorilla. Like, hey, look, guys, what you doing? Like, 
do I eat with you? And then she'll be like, oh, guys, I'm just going to be right over. And <laughs> Sorry, I enjoyed the, 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 the switching bodies, and I thought the voice actors did a good job at that. Mm-hmm. Um, of making you believe that actually that person was in that yeah. person's body. Um, speaking of, Ura, do you kind of want to talk about this character and why we both love this character so much? Yeah, I think that she is a great heroine. Oh, yeah, you know? for sure. She's a, like, there isn't a lot of times in anime that we see, like, a female main character, you know, get good character development, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, and the right way to. Yeah. And that is exactly what Urara gives us. You know, she gives us, you know, we don't get a whole lot of fan service from her and she, you know. The only time we get fan service is when yes. Yamada takes over her body. <laughs> yes, and she, but she's like a strong character, you yeah. know, and she's smart, she's intelligent, you know. And she has a tragic backstory, she has a unique backstory, but... She's not the main thing is she's not driven by the love interest. Yes. The romance is almost more for Yamada than anyone. Like blah, blah, blah. Like she's blah, just blah, blah. there the there. Like there's a whole this whole time he always misunderstands like, does she not want me to kiss anybody else because she likes me? And she's just like, I just need to use your body because I have a cold. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> I feel like deaf and I want to keep studying, so I'm going to hijack your body. It's just she's like I kind of compare it to how Asuna was first portrayed in the mm-hmm. very beginning of SAO. And then she was overtaken by the love interest. The love interest. Whereas Asuna could have gone the direction that Ura did in Yamada and the Seven Witches. Like, th- she was a mysterious character. She had aspects we didn't quite understand. And then when Owls are revealed, it became really interesting points. Because Asuna does have a lot of interesting points in SAO whenever we find out more about her family and stuff. I wish that that was revealed earlier in the anime and I wish that it was um the it was the more defining for a character and yeah. not just a love interest. Like see, I don't have a really big problem with the two main characters like getting together. It's the thing that like when the female is instantly taken into the role of the love interest rather mm-hmm. than a main character. Yeah. You know exactly. Which once again guys, we have to understand this is like a cultural difference. We are we are inclined to like animes and mangas and shows that the female characters are more than just a love interest, but culturally speaking, for shonen, that's what guys want. Yeah, hopefully this will improve, you know, with in years, yeah, you know. Which hopefully it does. I mean also it's not our culture, so we can't demand change. So, yeah. Uh we just have to respect what they're producing because I love anime and it's great content, regardless <laughs> of trashy female characters that are poorly written it's still really good and so i'll keep watching it but yeah i understand but i did find this character very refreshing very much like chick from oran high school host club whose name i can never say how do he yes very very similar i just really really wish like she's very independent yeah yeah and i feel like it's pretty much those two characters were the only ones that had character development there was enough episodes for the other characters to have any i mean Um, like at the end like Oda got Gary and stuff. She was like, she got you know. a little bit, and that was nice. That was also nice that she chose, you know, Yamada's happiness over her own. And I was like, this is interesting. She didn't have to go to this evil space, you know, which she might have in the manga. I have <laughs> no idea. Get slapped or go to this evil <laughs> Be space. Like, Bitch, what wrong with you? Like, why are you doing this? You know, like, 
But yeah, that's kind of the characters. Uh, do you want to go ahead into visuals? Let's get into visuals. Okay, look, as Maddie was telling me earlier, it made it so much easier to follow the characters because they all had different hair colors. <laughs> yes, it was so much easier. So character design was actually pretty good. Like, yes. It was so nice that each witch had a different hair color and kind of reflected their personality. Purple hair, bitch. <laughs> and the green girl with glasses is always like the shy the or shy like nerd girl, yeah. type and the pink hair girl's always like oh i want eccentric and like yeah eccentric <laughs> god why did we do that on the podcast <gasps> but and then even yamada had interesting character mm-hmm. design as well as all the other main male characters um, yes so that was really nice because they all just they didn't I didn't even see anybody that had, like, brown hair or, like, you know, red hair. It was all, like, rainbow-colored hair. Yeah. I mean, for the main cast, there was, of yeah. course, random students. I mean, yeah, but... but no one cares about nobody them. Nobody cares about them. Nobody <laughs> cares about those guys. But, um... And they all had unique hairstyles, too. So mm-hmm. it wasn't just, like, we all have the same hairstyle, but different colors. And it was easier to be, like, okay, that's who that is, that's who that is, you know, because... It was very nice, especially since this anime was so fast-paced. Um, and so many characters. It was it was nice that we were able to follow that. Yes. Um, I really liked the use of lights and shadows in this anime. It's a very easy, simple trick. A lot of animes do it, but it did help set the moods very well for each mm-hmm. each scene. That was a big character point for everyone, you know. Yeah, for being a 2015 anime, it did pretty well in yeah. like art and I was character like, design. It's and... up. It's holding pretty well. You know, I enjoyed it. Um. Was there anything? Oh, the vibrant color palette. Oh, yeah. Just very bright. Very, I like it. Using all different colors. We mm-hmm. didn't stick within, like, a range of three colors. Oh, yeah. And... <laughs> I mean, it's one of those, it's not, like, over-the-top vibrant. Like, um, our love is always 10 centimeters apart, which is clearly for women. Yeah. This one, it can be enjoyable by both men and women, I feel like. It's not, it's more of, like, monthly girl style. You yeah. Know? It's very, But I also think that comedy similar. helps, too. Yeah. You know? I'm very similar to monthly girl, Nazaki-kun. It's also called Yamada-kun and the Seven Witches. So there's a lot of similarities here. So you want to talk about the opening for the music? I actually really liked the opening. I remember the first time I ever watched this anime. I don't think I ever watched watch the, the opening. opening. Which now that we review the show, we always watch the opening. Yeah. And so as I was kind of... Because I didn't really rewatch the anime. I just kind of like skipped through it to kind of refresher. I don't blame you at all. And I enjoyed every minute of the vote when I watched it. But yeah, I just like, I've already watched it, so I knew, I knew what went on. I just didn't quite exactly. I'm so not I judging. just kind of. I'm not judging. I just kind of skipped through, you know, make sure I recognized everyone mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. what their powers were and all that kind of yeah. thing. But, um, and then I kept watching the opening because I was like, this is really unique. Like, it's kind of got that overlay, like, that, hazy look. That opaic tone to the whole thing, very hazy, which was really nice. Mm-hmm. Very simple. Very simple design. And that was really refreshing. I like the thorns and stuff that, like, you know, and I don't know, it's very, like, Beauty and the Beast type, kind like, Kind of, yeah. Vibe. I, I see that. Like, it was just a white backdrop with mm-hmm. the characters and then the hats. The thing with the hat was really cool. The music was a simple drum beat. It mm-hmm. had a nice melody. I'm adding it to my playlist. Oh, yeah. Which, it doesn't take much to get added to my playlist, but I thought it was a pretty good song. Um, the ending, though, was the complete opposite. It was a very, very vibrant colors. Yes. And um, it was a very, I think it was like a 
J-pop song or something like that. Yeah. So um, that's kind of how music. Original soundtrack. I mean, there wasn't really anything that yeah. like stood out or. I mean, they used the, the electric guitar whenever there was like comedic moments and like general humor. Walls they use like the soft piano music for intense emotional music moments, but nothing worth like adding it to your playlist for soundtracks, not like SIO or yeah. Madoka or AOT <laughs> or you know. No, but definitely the opening was really good. I liked the mu- I liked the song. Yeah. So definitely one that if you want to add it to your playlist, I would recommend oh, it yeah, to your playlist. Sure. Um, so that's pretty much on music. Uh final thoughts. Final thoughts? Very great anime, yeah, you know, like, like if you want just something that's very chill, laid back, got some good comedy, got yeah. some good romance in it, you know. Given that all the characters are pretty cookie cutter, they're very stereotypical, yeah. but they're stereotypical, but refreshing because of the supernatural elements. I they're think stereotypical in a good way. Yeah. You know, they play their roles very well. Like we've said before in comedy, stereotypical is not bad in comedy. Yeah. If you're just looking for something lighthearted to enjoy. And now if you're looking for the next best greatest thing, I mean, I would not say this is the next greatest <laughs> anime that's ever been made. It definitely had its fair amount of issues. But, like, I feel like the best way to describe it is I liked it a lot. Probably not warranted. Like, even though I probably shouldn't have. But I really did enjoy it. Like, I enjoyed the supernatural elements combined with the characters. Yeah, and I think that's one of the things is that it had that, like, supernatural element in it that kind of pushed it up a Oh, yeah. It's not just notches. a typical high school comedy. I think the gender bending was so funny. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, my gosh. The amount of one-liners that came from all those. Let me – I have the – I wrote down some of my favorite one-liners. Let me pull it up real quick. Okay, yeah. So some of the, my favorite lines is, like, uh, when – uh, that one dude, the president of the yeah. supernatural club, he's trying to kiss Yama the first time. He's like, I do not consent. I do not consent. <laughs> and then he's like, like what? He's like, what's up with the weird mood lightings and stuff? Like he just says these random things. He's like, what is going on? Like kind of like the he's the only wall. one that can see it. And yeah, like... he's like, what's going on? And then like, oh, remember when I called you? And I was like, because um, Origiri like confronted Yamada in Uara's body and uh-huh. was just like. She's like being uppity bitchy and stuff, and it's like me me me. And then Yamada's like, I don't have time for this, and starts to walk away. And she just yeets a back at the back of her head and just like drills her. And I was like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> but like some of the other lines is um, making fun of another dude's junk is a serious breach of the bro code because they switched bodies and mm-hmm. they were like looking down. Um, their pants the pants he's like oh something something supernatural is going down like is up down here and then whenever they were both charmed like Mm -hmm. the president of the supernatural club and that one girl yeah it was like get your dirty wiener out of my man's mouth (laughs) that was my favorite line and then the other ones like there wasn't it was mostly at the beginning of the animal anime that was Mm -hmm. pretty good but uh like i don't enjoy free balling i don't enjoy free balling (laughs) little miss no panties uh, is she here to erase my memories or talk about panties? Like, like they're just like random uh-huh. things that were said that were pretty funny. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed the comedy quite a bit. It, it fit. I like that gender gender bender. It's why we liked Oron so much. Oh, I just like the kind of comedy that's like you know. Oh, I don't enjoy free falling. Yeah, it's just like, like random stuff. Or like, just, oh, you have daddy issues, don't you? Yeah, that kind of stuff. Like that's why we like Devils a Part Timer so much as well. Like, I feel the comedy between those two is very similar. Very similar, yeah. Um, 
Only thing about this anime, I wish it had 25 episodes because the pacing was so, so rushed. Like, it was very entertaining. Like, I was never bored, but it was very frustrating where, like, each episode was, like, a huge time jump or, like, all of a sudden we just got introduced to a new witch. And, and now we're, we're going to go out. figure out who the next one is, you know? Yeah, it's like, and, like, literally one episode, I think they found two witches at one point. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, I found the new witch and the next one. Then we have two witches to go after. And they're like, oh, my gosh, that was so fast. And I was like, what is going on? Like, this is so fast. But I do wish it was longer. Um the manga is longer, though. The manga is longer, but it gets kind of redundant, I feel like. Because it, it keeps going through these cycles and stuff. And so we get new characters, and, like, there's this, like, one group of, like, all-male witches. And then yeah. there's, like, one, you know, group if of mixed. If you want BL energy, it's the way to go, is watch the boy witch arc. Oh, is the- <laughs> one of the main things I want to say is the fan service, I've already mentioned, it, was, it wasn't distracting, is mostly what I wanted to say. Um, do you have anything else you want to say about No, I think we kind of covered everything. Um, I do have Maddie's question of the anime. Which witch? So, which witch power would you want out of the seven witches? I've thought or about this a minute. if you wanted to make one up. I would want to have the invisibility one. Really? Where you kiss someone and you're just invisible to that one person? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like that would be, like, the coolest one out of, like, all of them. <laughs> you know? I, understand. I I get that. I get that. I feel that. I'm trying to think of, like, based off your personality, which one you would most likely get, though. Oh, that's an interesting one. Ooh, that's a quick, that's an interesting. Okay. You go, like, let me, you go first. Which out of all the witches, who would I most likely get the power of based hmm. off of my personality and my regrets? Since we know each other too well. Probably the body switching one. Yeah, probably. That does seem like it. You're not wrong. I think I would want the tele. I was going to say that one, too. But um, I think I would definitely switch by. I think now I've grown enough where I can communicate well, whereas in high school I would have definitely been telepathy. Telepathy. Actually, I'm not getting that ability because I have no idea how to pronounce it. (laughs) Oh, I'm trying to think of which one you would have. I think you would get the charm ability. Really? Because the big one, the reason why she got the charm ability is because of her, uh, her confidence. Or you would also have the recognition, because I feel I don't want to be like mean. Can I? I feel like in high school you felt kind of lonely a lot. Yeah. You know, and that was the big thing for her. She felt very very lonely and didn't yeah. have anyone. So I can see you with either of those, either the confidence boost or, um, I think you'd have the recognition ability of seeing people's trauma. I'm sorry, that's actually kind of an awful. That's yeah, the worst one to that's have. That's the worst one. <laughs> But I would want the invisibility one. Like, yeah, that would be choose. fun. That would be fun. I would want telepathy. I think that would be the most fun. You guys, please tell us which abilities you guys would want. Yeah, out of the seven. Or, or even better, if you guys have a really cool witch ability that you guys kind of came up with, let us oh, know. Oh, I thought you were going to say literally, and I was like, let's not go down no, that road. No, 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 <laughs> like a, a cool ability that like you would think would be cool in this anime, like eight witches instead of seven witches. Ooh, what would the eight? What would be the eighth witch ability be? Who knows? But um, yeah. So I that's... mean, technically, you could say that like Yamada like had the copy. Ability. Well, they're technically I mean... witch hunters. Yeah. So he had the copy ability, which I don't quite know why he got. I think it's because he wanted to fit in. Yeah. And he never was able to fit in with anyone, so he just copied everyone's ability. But yeah, that's pretty much this anime. Um, 
I think we should... Oh, yeah. Go on to our music rec. Music rets. Uh, do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll do it. I'm going to recommend this week... This is one that we have not recommended yet, and it is the Hunter Hunter opening. Yeah, so I think it's Departure, right? Is yeah. The and it's... It's one that, like, I feel like everyone knows. Oh, yeah. And it's one that's, um, the unique thing about this is this is the uh, 2009 remake? 11? I think it's 11. I think it's 11. But um, they use the same opening song for each. They just do different parts of it, yeah. don't they? Yeah, they do different parts where they just change the animation. And that's, it's kind of cool, but it's very iconic. Yes. The sunrise and the opening song. Da, 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 and just, da, 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 da. And it just... Uh, and zooms in on going like walking up the stairs. He's like, "Yeah, guys," or him and Killer while walking up the side of a building. You know, very casual. Yes. It's like it's it's a bop. We definitely jam all the time with Sean. It's his favorite. Yes. For sure. Um, I'm gonna recommend one that you don't know actually. Okay. I'm recommending. It's called Shadow in the Light. It's the Accelerator opening one. Um, I've actually been listening to the song a lot, and it's it has a good beat. It's more of a uh, yeah, I've been wanting to watch all of the like index uh, railgun accelerator stuff. That whole franchise is just a lot. It took me like three months to get through, and it's very confusing timeline. Because I like started kind of watching railgun a little bit, you know, because I wanted to follow like the timeline mm-hmm. and see. Because like they say, like in the timeline, railgun comes first before index and all that. And yeah, but there's um, it's a weird thing. It's only in the first part of index but there's a crossover where about four episodes and both are the exact same in different perspectives mm-hmm. i just watched the one in railgun's perspective because it was her story so it's interesting it's very complicated but yeah. i liked it quite a bit um i would watch it a lot it's mm-hmm. it, like railgun's more slice of life index is more uh more supernatural more supernatural like, like and magic-y Whereas accelerator, type. yeah. Whereas accelerator is going to be a lot darker. It's going to be extremely dark. Well, yeah, because accelerator, he's like the number one. Yeah, and he does some and crazy stuff to get there. He's like crazy. Well, like an accelerator, that whole thing has to do with necrophilia, not necrophilia. <laughs> Why is necrophilia in your head? It's because of my character in D and D. He's a necro, not a necrophiliac. He is. A necromancer. He's not a necromancer. There's a necromancer in it that actually brings back up, rises the dead, and it's mm-hmm. a whole thing. So it collides the magic in his world, and it's really interesting. But the opening has really cool lighting. Please check out the opening, guys. This opening is a banger. Um, but yeah, those are my music rets. Uh, so next week, we're actually doing a top 10. We're doing. Get excited. Top 10 yeah. gun battles. Yes, gun battles. It'll be really good because. We really need to watch When They Cry, because that's the first show we're going to do for... Our Halloween special. Our Halloween weekly October... Oktoberfest? What are we calling it? We'll come up with a name. We'll come up with a catchy name, you know, We'll later. do graphics and da-da-da. Oh, yeah, it'll be Cause super this, cool. Because we're going to do one in October, and then we're going to do one in February. Yes, and I was thought about doing one in Christmas, and then I realized there's literally no Christmas anime. Yeah. Because it's not really a holiday there. Yes. So... Well... If this keeps going on into, like, the next summer, we should do, like, a long of, like, <laughs> like summer ones. Like, oh, my God. All free and, like, oh you know, dive. I and... mean, we could always pick one where it's, like, oh, yes, this is when you normally go compete in your state camp championship. So we could do, like, a sports-themed yeah. month or something. And we can pick some themes, you know. That'd be cool. Um, 
So we have a Patreon set up, kind of. We do. Um, we're still trying to figure out our tiers and stuff. The we're trying to still figure it and, and set it that. up and all that. Um, as of now, we're. If you want to donate, please, we'll include a link into this description as well as all of our past episodes. And just donate, and we'll take, like, listener suggestions, and we'll review your show next, and we'll give you a shout-out on the podcast. And you'll help us be able to do more content, because we have a couple really cool ideas. It's just they're a little pricey, and yes. we need some help. And we want to keep this podcast going for you yeah, guys. and that's the big thing. Even though Patreon, like, we'll be taking the money, but it's all going straight back to the podcast. Like, don't we're think not we're pocketing. Putting, no, we're, we're not, not pocketing, pocketing it. It's going straight to this because it's kind of expensive to keep this podcast going. We had to drop a lot of money for all the equipment uh, and then it's also a lot of time and stuff. But I mean, we love doing it. Yes. We... I mean, I wouldn't trade it for oh, anything. Yeah, no, for sure. I'm really glad I've, I've done it. I would this. just like to invest like your guys' money back into the podcast. Oh, yes, for sure. And it'll help us figure out more of the content you want. We're definitely going to do some Patreon exclusive content. Once we figure out what we're doing exactly. Yes. And um, we will let you guys know. You guys might be getting to see some of our uh, unedited edit, stuff. Edit, edit yet, unedited videos of us doing things. So we might be also including the film aspect to this podcast and adding that aspect, the video side of that media. I have no idea what I was trying to say there. That yeah. Was a hot so we're probably mess. going, what we're thinking of is uh, including video as well as, you know, podcast voices yeah. you know and, and so it'll also be unedited so you'll get to hear all of our mess ups that we edit out because of uh coughing or uh, coughing or <laughs> saying just the wrong saying thing things that are really not okay to say or you know things that we don't want certain people finding out about that we've accidentally mentioned and we also happen to have some videos of our first two episodes that we recorded that were <laughs> hot garbage <laughs> There was a lot of editing that went into those two episodes, and if you guys want to see those, yeah, those, let us know. Those are a mess. Oh, my gosh. I was listening to the original audio the other day, and I was like, ah! I think that we've gotten into our groove now, we've though. Got, we definitely got a groove now. Our episodes almost always run over an hour now when we record, but we got a pretty good Yeah, but like down. with all the editing and stuff, it kind of... And I really don't edit that much out anymore. Really? No. Whenever we clap and just... Leap that out, and then the intro rambling, trying to get the audio set up, which half the time that ends staying anyway, because it's just random crap that we say. But, but yeah, so do you want to promo shamelessly? Yeah, you can find us as always on Instagram and Twitter. Instagram at Bingers Anime Edition, which I'm so sorry I locked you out of our yeah, Instagram, it's fine. and it's then fine. at Twitter at Anime Bingers. Yeah, so please reach out. Have listener requests? Let us know. Go into Patreon, check us out. This support means the world to us. Thank you guys so much for everything you've done, and thank you for listening. Yes, and we'll see you next week with our Top 10 Gun Battles. Yeah, see you then. All right, good luck, Benjamin. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.